Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art available in comics. We'll talk to creators, hear about their inspiration and creative process, and then we'll read their comic and discuss it together. We hope you'll join us on this journey into some incredible comics and find some new favorites along the way. Hey, welcome to another episode of Indie Comics. Indie Comics. We're, we're still at over 100. It's not going to go away for like another 90 episodes, so that's cool. I know, but we'll, get, <laughs> but we'll get to that 200 thing in time. But yeah. until then, we'll just be enjoying ourselves here. And if you haven't figured it out, I am not Maddie. Neither am I. <laughs> I, I am also not Maddie. It's like the anti-Spartacus Actually, up in here. Actually, technically, we should just do that. We should just say everybody is not Maddie. I am not Maddie 1. You are not Maddie 2. That is not Maddie 3 right there. Okay. I... <laughs> and then we have our guest. This is going to... Not Maddie number 4. This is going to get very Awesome. Also known as Caden. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much. And uh, we're, this month, we have chosen the book Jalisco. Yay. Which is, uh, I don't know anything about it, and I'm excited because Maddie wasn't here last second, and this is going to be really exciting because, again, another, I, I think we, we are on a roll of doing books that we just have nothing to do with and being blown away every single time, and that's the most important thing. If anything, that's what makes the pleasure of this show so amazing is that we're able to get into books that we've never heard anything about and then just be all totally gaga about them afterwards. Absolutely. Well, like, um, yeah. All I know is, from what I can see... We got we got some we got some free stickers. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, we got swag. We got swag. And which is the most important part of the show. You know it's good if we get free stickers. Ooh, okay. Yes. And so the sticker has a woman <laughs> in a in a very twirly dress, which I was super into, but the dress has blades on it, which I'm also super into. I think so... it's really cool that you got an artist to draw that pic that famous picture of me that was been circling around online. So thank you. Yeah, I'm not entirely okay. sure what I'm about to get myself into, but I'm really, really excited to but, talk about And let's let's dive into this interview. So yeah. okay, Caden, yes. what is this book that we're reading? Uh this book is the origin story of Jalisco. So Jalisco dress uh has a flocorico dress, which is Mexican traditional style dance. And so that is her dress or traje, as we call it. Yeah. Uh, so she holds it on the sides and like pulls her arms up and she holds it right. And so it's a big, as you see in the photo, which they cannot see or in the sticker, excuse me. She has it held up on the sides and the dress um, falls down and the blades, uh, they unhinge and they come out. So when she's dancing, like bringing her hands in and out uh, and her feet are tap dancing otherwise, right? Uh, she can slice their necks like, you know, with their blades or she'll bring the dress out and you can't see my hand motions, but she brings the dress out and they shoot out as well. So, like, the the coolest thing that I cannot wait to see in the movies, hopefully soon. Yeah, hopefully I soon. Gonna, I agree. I was going <laughs> to say, that dress could almost decapitate the way. I mean, if she just twirled around, I'd be almost like a chainsaw buzzing Absolutely. about like that. I'm like, oh, my God. She can do that. I'm gonna start, That's great. I'm going to start off with a heavy question. So, okay. what what does the story mean to you? Obviously, this is something you, I'm guessing growing up with or maybe just found. No, I say I'm going to ask that first. Did you okay. grow up with the story? I grew up with my mom dancing flocorico, and that is what she is. She's the flocorico superhero, as some people yeah. call her. And so when I was thinking of my superhero, who's my superhero growing up? My mom. So who's my superhero oh. in fictional life? My mom. And so that is a version of her. Obviously, my mom doesn't have blades coming out of her flocorico dress, but... If only. <laughs> if only. <laughs> but um, I grew up with flocorico in my life. I always went I always went to her shows. I always went to, like, LA County Fair. Like, she had a really good troupe that was everywhere. And so I got to go everywhere with her by default. Um, and so that's who I think of. Um, so that's who Jalisco is to me. That is so cool. Thank and um, yeah, I, I, and then with writing this book, mm -hmm. um, what was maybe 
the heaviest thing about you kind of creating something that's in your mind, especially a character now that, like you said, is it's your mom, yeah, you know, with blades. So, uh-huh. like, uh, what was that kind of like just making it, I guess, real and happen? Well, visually, it was very easy to see her dancing and, say, doing, like, the kill scenes or, you know, the fight scenes. Because that's ending. Yeah. Visually, I have that already in my mind in regards to her movements. Uh, but the story itself has to do with the femicides. Has to do, uh, it takes place in Mexico and yeah. Chihuahua. Um, so Women of Juarez, which is um, Women of Juarez. There's a big femicide in Mexico all throughout, but mainly in Chihuahua and Juarez particularly. And so it's a very deep, it's a dark story. It's very like, say, I'm more on the DC side than, than Marvel side, of course. Yes. I, am, I am dark. Oh, I, I know there that. There we go. There we right. go. I need Two to stop hitting now. I'm doing good. Okay, so, <laughs> um, so it is dark and she goes after uh, the villain, which is Malinche. Like, and sh- Malinche's in charge of the femicide. She's the one that's running in and being like, let's, you know, kill and capture and kill and torture yeah. all these females. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you raising your hand like that? That, it I works. Just do that. I just do that. I got, I, I, dude, I got her attention, did I not? Did Malinche. Uh, please explain the name of Malinche because I am a history major oh, and, right. I, and, I, and I know the exact name. So please tell us about <laughs> Are you the, just qu- So now you're just quizzing your guests? Well, well, that's, well, I would know. Because well, I, I want to hear about that. that because, you know, when I, when, immediately when I heard Malinche, it takes me back to my Latin American studies class that hey. I took way back. Did when. you bring a test with you? Maybe. It's time pretty good, though. <laughs> yeah, it'll be to you guys, the test. I'm me. screwed. Uh, Exactly. But there's but there's big significance behind the name Malinche. Absolutely. So that's why I'd like to hear more about Thank that. Thank you. So Malinche is more symbolic. It means traitor. Malinche yes. is person in uh, Latin American history and Mexican history that she sold out the Native Americans, yeah. meaning the Aztecs, to Cortez, the Spaniards. So she brought the Spaniards to Cortez, I'm sorry, to the Aztecs and pretty much that kind of demolished the natives in, in Mexico. Yeah. And so they called her a traitor, right? She's a traitor to our race in that regard. In Jalisco, in the graphic novel, she's a traitor to our gender. She's selling out our gender. She's killing us. Yeah. So it's just symbolic in that regard. Wow. And that, sir, is why I raised my hand. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the weirdest. I, I only knew about Cortez. I didn't know anything like that. But then that's it's that's, a, that's Texas education for it's you. It's the same idea as like Pocahontas and John Smith. Yeah. She yes, sold out. Very much so. Same thing. Yeah. It's just our version of it. Way to go, Disney. <laughs> Exactly, but um, all right. Do you have any? Do you have a question? Yeah, I. What what drove you to write about these specific topics and and you know create a superhero style story for this specific situation? It's just something that was important to me. My grandma, or both my grandmas, are from Mexico. One is from Juarez, so specifically where the majority of the femicides are, and the other one is from Jalisco, which is what she's based. Her name is based on, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, it is something that is rooted in me. I gotta yeah. say, I'm I'm American, but it is something that I grew up with and I've seen, and it is Absolutely. important to me. Like, why are they oppressing Why is you know all this you know patriarchal, misogynist like killings? I don't know why. Uh, I'm not the person to ask either, but it's something that is important. That why do they keep killing us? Yeah. So Absolutely. it was just something I wanted to bring to light, and hopefully can change. I mean, I'm doing it in a graphic novel, but in something you know at least perpetuate yeah. the talk and hopefully some type of change out of it what did you envision okay. the story to be originally like uh, what kind of format so i write i'm a screenplay writer i'm a writer and director but for film and then so i wrote out the feature length version of the script so the movie and then all i did was storyboard it my little version of storyboard because i'm not mm-hmm. an artist but i can do like um stick figures and whatnot yeah. and i can do angle sizes like i, I can do that stuff very i easily. use google draw too i'm just kidding <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I use a piece of paper and yeah, a pen but... 
as, long, yeah, as, long, as long as the representation is yeah. clear, it don't matter if it's stick figures, guys. No, yeah, it, it works. And then my penciler interprets it, and obviously makes it amazing yeah. because she's she's an artist, and she's amazing as well. And then obviously it goes through the hands of the illustrator, the colorist, the letter, um, letter, and everybody else. Uh, so what was the question? Um, how does why did I write it? It was no, just an origin just, story. Yeah, yeah, like how did you envision it to just kind of you know exist for people to enjoy it as well? Well, it people ask me if there was a comic book because originally I started with a proof of concept, so live yeah. action short, and I crowdfunded for it, and I got really great response um, on social media. I got someone to donate a camera package, like just random strangers wrote me, which is the same thing. It's extremely yeah. nice. No one had to do anything. Uh, I got talked about in a couple podcasts, and then I also got four articles that I didn't do any of it. This is they saw me, you know, pleading for help and pleading for money, and they're like, "Great, I support you," and they supported me this way. Besides financially, sometimes uh, others as well. And I also got free CGI. And so I do have that. I can show you. It's a three-minute proof of concept. I shot it in San Gabriel Mission. That would be amazing. Um, it was really pretty. And I mean, and it is very still pretty. And I'm using it to pitch in meetings in regards to production companies and financiers and whatnot to get the feature up. When did you make it? That was made um, top of 2018. Oh, wow. So this is like all fresh. It is all really fresh. Yeah, I just started That's amazing. recently. Uh, thank you. And then so from there, I was just like, I have a Latino superhero. And they're like, where's the comic? And I was like, I don't have one. And that was my story with everybody that asked me. And then it finally like hit my head. I was like, I should make a comic book um, on my own. Right. Yeah. And so you need to make a comic book or I hear like, if you don't do anything for like three years, then all the rights go back to Marvel. But I like that. <laughs> And so, um, so then I just made a graphic novel. I researched it. Um, I'm not necessarily, you know, as versatile in regards to comics and graphic novels, but I appreciate it. And I understand superheroes. I come yeah. more from a feature background. And so I just researched and then put it all together. And now I have a graphic novel. So that's great. Thank that's you. amazing. That's so much more than a lot of people do like me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm on my second one. So you got to catch up. Are you, um, so we're in the process of that and, what I mean, what is kind of like the biggest difference between starting on a new project now, especially working on a comic book, which is, you know, again, you come from a screen screenwriter background and mm -hmm. a comic book is a completely different monster, especially like with now with the movies. And my <laughs> questions are three miles long. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend I, I understood your questions. OK, so. Uh... <laughs> Thank you. You understand me. <laughs> that works. Um, so my new one that I'm doing right now is Santa. So she's one of my five Latino superheroes, and she's my social justice warrior. And she goes, she's oh, in a cool. border town. She goes up against ice, and ice is for us a coconut. So her name is Irene Calderon Estevez. And so coconut, do you want to define that one? Oh, uh, that one I may. It's have, slang. I may, I may have, I may have overlooked actually. All right, no, you probably good. know it, but it's slang. I it's slang. Know. It's not historical. That's true. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, it's been a long time since I've looked at it. You know what's really sad? Technically, Spanish was my first language, mm -hmm. and I was, like, fluent in it. Um, like, yeah, that, that's – and it still is part of me. I know yeah. I knew, I know kitchen Spanish from working in, in a restaurant, but that's not good, and we would be canceled very quickly. Ah. No, we wouldn't. Um, <laughs> but, no, but, um, like, I – so that's, that's just really sad. I feel like I should know way more about okay, this well, stuff. Well, anyway, she's a coconut, which just means that she's more white than she is oh. Latina or Chicana. And so she goes on the red side, which is our conservative side, and she wants a race war. 
And so we, oh. um, this one, same thing, it's border town. It's very political. And so to offset it, I made Santa is more on the comedic side. Uh, she has divine strength. So she's like a brawler. She doesn't necessarily turn into the Hulk or she doesn't transform per se, but she's this girl that you don't, that's very clumsy and very, is just like, why is this happening to me? Like at all times, she always just thinks she's cursed, uh, but she has <laughs> divine strength and she does that. She learns that. So she, she learns Ooh, her okay. patriotism. Um, and she gets in the democratic side, like the front runner. And so she starts, you know, like door knocking and getting people to vote. She learns all that stuff. And at the same time, the ra- uh, the racial tension is rising in that town. Yeah. And they start taking any of the Zikas, which are just the, the citizens there, yeah. um, to the concentration camps at the same time. And so she ends up, same thing. She finds her strength. She finds patriotism. She learns about her mom's military past. Yeah. Uh, and then she raids the internment camps. First off, thank you very much for that story because that's amazing. Like thank honestly, you. um, and um, oh man, so many things I want to say, but I can't. Go, <laughs> you can check out my Facebook if you think what, if you want to know what I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, so I guess making a jump to I guess so back current to school, yeah. Well, yeah, um, you know, right now you have you have this fictional um awesome person that's based on your mom mm-hmm. and something that more about history and then now you're working on something in the present um when you're working on history mm-hmm. uh i guess more historical kind of stuff what maybe is the advantage of, of working on that uh, the research there's a lot more to find yeah uh so like the femicide there's a million things there's so many organizations um same thing doing the best that they can yeah. I obviously i'm not on the ground floor so i cannot speak but like the photos are horrible like vice even covered it like there's a there's youtube videos so i had to research and go and dig into it you know as much as i can to be like okay visually i can just show you know a ditch in a girl's legs and you guys will understand that she's you know that they did something to her blah 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 yeah uh it's not my Graphic novel is not necessarily graphic. It's very clean teen, but there are yeah. deaths, of course, because that's the whole thing it's right, about the right. femicide. But um, people have asked me what age range. It's young adult. It's teens. Yeah. Uh, I've de- like, you know, it's the same thing. It's like DC. It is dark. People yeah. die. It's not gruesome. Uh, I don't show any of that stuff purposely. Yeah. It, it's not obscene. It's not graphic, <laughs> but it's heavy. Yeah, it's definitely heavy. Okay. That's good. That's awesome. No, yep. in, in other words, you really didn't include a lot of machete in this. Is what you did. <laughs> no, uh, not at that all. That would be a touch much to do machete with this. You didn't go but, Frank. Um, you didn't go Frank Miller, Batman, uh, or Dark Knight Strikes. <laughs> hey, I thought it. Hey, I thought it was kind of G-rated when I said machete, dude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> For him, it was G-rated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <all> right. <laughs> exactly. But um, um, leading up to this, um, because yes. you have all that background with your with your writing and stuff, what are well, who do you consider your uh, literary and or artistic influences? literary and or in regards to comic books well or? just in general even that just, yeah, just your, your style your your writing and everything who are some of those that just who inspired you uh so i like to stay in directing i do write but i do direct as well so for me patty jenkins and nikki caro uh, are the yes. two that i look up to in regards to their angles I mean, everything that's about them um and everything that they say you know everything has meaning uh nikki carroll started with whale rider like you look at the movie like that's an amazing movie and she yeah. started with that and, like it was it was huge it was sundance it was all that jazz um right now she's doing mulan right and then obviously everyone knows patty jenkins yeah. monster uh yeah. wonder woman of course yeah, yeah. Too, as well. but everything she shoots epic like all her shots are huge you know Absolutely. and she takes you with her and both of them, nikki carroll does that as well even in all her shots uh, they're just, you know, they're pretty, they're symmetrical, they're colorful, they're vibrant, you know, and, and they hit you if they want to hit you. Like, you yeah. think a monster, she wanted to hit you. And, like She's so good with, ten, like, with like really tense scenes. It's, yeah. It's, 
unbelievable. So those are the two that I look up to in regards to directing. Cool. Uh, in regards to writing comic books, Alan Moore is probably one of oh, in wow. regards to Watchmen because that was the one I studied in regards to when I tried to look up comics. When I was researching comics, graphic novel yeah. world, that was my, like, okay, this one made a mark. Tell me why. And I had to research it and I tried to figure out why. Uh, you know, and so, so okay. that was my research in that okay. in that realm. Yeah, actually, I, I kind of want to bounce off of that because sure. we know you're one of the few people we've interviewed that mm -hmm. didn't like grow up with comics and like with this mass. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, yeah. That's so, true. I mean, besides Alan Moore, I mean, what what else were you kind of looking for? What what did people, I guess, kind of put you towards? Like, you know, I guess. What do you mean? Or I mean, like, me towards... what did people what did people suggest for you to look into? Did you? Oh, go everyone to anybody was else? Watchmen. Uh, oh really Watchmen oh, and then Batman but I like Batman same thing I, yeah. I go dark you know so I, I grew up watching Batman in regards to the animated series mm -hmm. um, mainly the animated series because I watch TV but uh, Batman like I have the killing joke I have the last yeah. Halloween have I opened the books no but I have <laughs> them no of course not you, you, just, you, you just touched them <laughs> and you're just like I feel I know but the killing joke that <laughs> was a movie it came out like a year or two ago like the animated yeah. movie it was really good like that was dark and I was like look at those shots and I studied the shots so obviously I study the story and I appreciate yeah. it as an audience, but I do study the shots and like same that's the same reason. Yeah. Why is this more impactful? So right? so nobody pointed you out to indie comics. That's fascinating. No. Huh. <laughs> have you have you read independent comic books like, you know, kinda since, you know? No. Actually. Wow. <laughs> no, oh, actually I, mean... I lied. I've read Smile. Oh, Smile okay. is yeah, an amazing yeah. oh, okay. book. I got yeah. that at Comic Con last year at Scholastic. Um, and that is also because Boom Comics, I was speaking of Boom at one time. And they were saying what's the most, like, number one bestseller. Or what is the bestseller? And I was, in my head, I was like, Watchmen. Right? Because that's my default for everything. And, uh, <laughs> and she said, smile. Um, so youth. Youth is huge. Yeah. Um, and it's not based on the, art, the arts. Like, the art is okay. Uh, but it's the story that brought yep. you through. Like, I kept turning the pages. I was like, oh, this is so horrible. All these crazy, you know, all these horrible things happening to her teeth. Um, but it's the same thing. It was enjoyable. It Maybe. wasn't necessarily dark but it was like oh, it was more shock for me on all the stuff that i read um but that was the only one i've read thus far that's cool so let's talk a little bit more about art because sure. it, part of the beauty of comics is it takes just words on the page that so you had you said you originally created the script mm -hmm. and it takes that and it, it pairs it with a beautiful visual to to sort of bring a character to life um, and in some ways, you have complete creative freedom. So what were your kind of conscious decisions with the art? And, and um, what were you trying to convey so with the artwork? When I was doing the storyboard, um, so for me, as film, so live action, you get to shoot everything, right? Yeah. So you shoot the wide, shoot the single, you shoot the reverse of the other person, and any inserts, any close-ups that you want. Mm. And so this one, I only had one angle per talk, per dialogue, right? Yeah. And depends if you want two people or what it is, depending on that. And so I was really like, okay, if I can only choose one angle, what's my best angle for her to say da-da-da, right? Uh, and that's how I went about it. Because mm -hmm. I know, I understand film, and that's kind of how I translated everything. Mm -hmm. In regards to art style, I like, I grew up at Disney. Mm -hmm. very the 2d disney like i literally did like if you look at her she kind of looks like Belle. A very you know like she disney is very disney style. um and, I, and same thing i like disney i think disney's very pretty you look at marvel dc you look at anybody and you're like how come people can't draw females like i don't understand like i can't draw at all but i can admit that but I, i'm not an artist <laughs> like if i'm an artist i should be able to draw a guy a girl mm -hmm. a dog anything it does not matter um and so that was what it was one of the things like when I was looking for my artists I was like can they draw you know because yeah. if you're an artist you should be able to draw anything yeah 
Um, and I purposely said Disney. I want mm-hmm. pretty. I don't need the huge manga eyes or anything crazy, but I do need <laughs> bigger eyes, right? Yeah. Uh, and just feminine features. And they all have Absolutely. feminine features. Mm-hmm. I am kind of in love with her look because all she, because right. the site, and I'm glad you mentioned uh, Disney because she really does kind of, she looks like a Disney princess to me. Yeah. Great. I really, really, really like and it. Thank you. Disney yep. doesn't have yep. too many. Latina figures in their movies and so and so something that's really I'm sure impactful for you is seeing a character like this what was it like to see the first drawings of this character that you'd created in your head and see it kind of in this more visual format now oh it was really amazing uh I love the whole thing like I I like all the characters. Now you just see one character, but like all yeah. of them are so different. Like the Adelitas, which are her supporting characters, that the ones that save her and bring her up and train her. Okay. Um, they're the soldiers, right? So they have bandoliers yeah. and they have a cowboy hat or a, you know, a big mariachi kind of cowboy hat. Um, so they have a harder look. One has, you know, braids purposely because she has the harder look. Yeah. But it's um, every time that they came out with a new character within the pages, like, like I, we introduced a new character. I was just like, wow, you know, mm-hmm. I was so surprised. And like even so Rocky's the the cute, innocent one. She's she becomes her friend, her best friend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, make her cute and pretty, you know, obviously. Pretty. And so they gave her two buns at the top of her head. So a little bit like Princess Leia, but not on the, not on the ears, but above. Yeah. yeah. Because it's cute. You know, yeah. like you probably don't see that in Mexico. You probably don't see it around here either. But. <laughs> it's literally like it's, it worked for her character. Yeah, uh, and yeah. So, that's awesome. Uh, I just got lucky. My artist is amazing. She loves the Disney stuff. She does 2D animation. Um, she okay. goes to Laguna Beach um, Design and Art School. Like she's still a student oh. right now. That's wow! Awesome. And she's doing work like this. Yeah, so I'm her, her first graphic novel and now her second graphic novel that she's working on, and she graduates this year, I believe. Oh, that's that's awesome. Wait, Good how did you her. find her? I'm sorry, did you say? Or? I did not say yet. That's so okay, um, I got a color. So I found my first artist, and she did a tweet, and like if she said uh, looking for Latina artist for Latina superhero, and I got mm-hmm. 60 replies off her one tweet. That's oh, great. That's awesome. So I went through all of their websites and their you know um, Instagrams and DeviantArt, whatever they had. I went through mm-hmm. them. And then I just kept contacting them and meeting them. And so that's how I found them. And so she was one of the people that I met. <sighs> so that's cool. Awesome. Thank you. So, something else I'm curious about is is the style of dance. Yes. That she does. You said your mom did it when you were growing up. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I'm not I'm I'm not saying the name because I'm terrified of mispronouncing it. That's okay. It's Flocorico. <laughs> it is yeah. Flocorico? Yeah. Okay. Bad. Awesome. Um so so can you tell me a little bit about that style of dance and what it means culturally for you? Yeah, and- so Amelia Hernandez created it, I believe, in the early 1900s or so. Okay. I'll have to check with you. But she created it, and she went to every um, state in Mexico, and she gave them each based on their style. And, you know, within the state, she kind of, like, stereotyped them or generalized them, and she's just like, okay, this one will have... They all have the big dresses that come out, but they all have different colors and different sizes. Like uh, Veracruz is only wears a white dress, white dress and like a black apron with a rose on yeah. it. Yeah, because they're near the shore. They're, oh, there you go. Because they're near the shore. I like that. Exactly. I um, so Oaxaca, you know, everybody has their own style, per se. So everyone has their own traje. So we call it so outfit and their own dances. So each one have like three to five, I believe, uh, dances per state. So Jalisco has X amount of dances. Um, they have the mariachi, like the... 
the other famous jarabe tapetio, mm. which is like the Mexican hat dance or something. Yeah. You know, like there's some that you'd hear and you're like, oh, that's that. You, you'll get it. Um, just because Jalisco is very popular. Jalisco is one of the favorite states, according to everybody. Uh, <laughs> according to me, of course, because my grandma's from there as well. But it is very popular. Um, we created mariachi music. We created um, tequila, right? The tequila yeah. plant is from Jalisco. You can't make it anywhere really, else. Yeah. Well, that's where the that's where the greatest concentration of the of the agave plants were and everything. So that's where you got it. There you go, and in the city of Tequila. I know this too much, don't I? Which is why it's called Tequila. So, uh, so so the dress is is super important to the dance as well. Yeah. Is, is there any specific significance or symbolism in her outfit? No, not at comic? all. So I changed it. So the the Jalisco dress, that one, is very colorful and has ribbons going around. Um, Besides a lot of tool underneath, or I call it tool, but yeah. So I changed it. I made it a little bit more modern because the other ones are super colorful. Some of them have stars like going across the waist, um, and it's just—I mean—it's just how much accents or designs people want to add to it. Uh, they also have a very roughly like a bib type top, and I took that off. I wanted—I like halter tops, so I made her have a halter top, and um, so I say I altered it as much as. If anything, I think that stands out to me more than anything is oh, that, yeah. oh, it doesn't look t- totally traditional like that when it comes to that. So I think uh, I like how, how you added that there. Thank you. A L- L- little bit, por- little bit moderni- modernity into it. Yeah, thank you. And then someone said it was um, because the material is more, you know, like how Batman, what type of material does Batman wear? Well, oh. it's changed throughout the years. I mean, mm. he's had like heavy armor and then it was then it was like Kevlar. Kevlar, and, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. So someone said that's why she has a black dress. And I was like, sure, that's fine. I just like black. But that makes much more sense. <laughs> and so like cause she can deflect as well, you know. And that's so cool. So I love it. Well, it becomes a question of functionality, too. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure it's like, obviously, it's like we'd like to have it be a bit very ostentatious. But it's like <laughs> if it's if it doesn't look like it's going to work in the real world, it's not really going to work at all now, is it? That's true. true. Uh, so I, I like flowers. Flowers are a huge thing throughout mm-hmm. Mexico as well. It's yeah. very symbolic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like this. Literally, do I like gold that matches with black? Yes. Yes. And so that is what happened. Okay. Uh, I I mean that's that's my aesthetic as well as you can see. So that that just makes my day. And I just I. I ostentatious was a good word to use because I think I think the thing I love most about this character is that there's there's no. There's no hiding that kind of that kind of power that she has. Like even in this pose, you can just see it's like a very like. What can I compare it to? It kind of feels like um, I'm trying to think of a comparable superhero. Somebody that somebody that truly embraces their power and like doesn't hide it. Yeah, somebody like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I, I I don't know just just the the affect of this character just kind of strikes me that way and I'm 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 really drawn to it which is, Yay. Which is good. <laughs> thank you yeah. Uh, yeah do you have any siblings I have one brother he's one year older did you ever talk to him and be like hey did mom do this or like kind of like when you were writing process kind of since oh you no were... not at all we um we have definitely our different lives and so oh okay got it. My sister and I, I'll, be like, I'll remember the things from my childhood. And I'll call her and be like, hey, did this happen? She's like, no. And <laughs> I was like, okay. And then she'll call me up and be like, hey, did dad do No. And they're like, ah, yeah. Oh. Like, it's the weirdest thing. Maybe we're just really, maybe, uh, our, memory, our memory's terrible. Oh, it's all right. My so. mom's memory is terrible. I ask her anything about what I said or don't know small. She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'll just make it up then. <laughs> That's awesome. So one other thing I wanted to ask you is, is you, you mentioned this character is based on your mother, and your yes. mother is your hero. Correct. Could you tell me why? 
Why? Uh, because she raised me. I mean, I think everyone's, every daughter's um, mom is their superhero, from what I've understood, especially in the Latina culture. But she was always my strength and she was always my heart. And so everything that she's said and done, um, she just pushed me through it no matter what. Mm. You know, and saying she's always been there for me. And what, where does that kind of manifest in this character what did you, what of her did you put into oh so the origin Jalisco. story so this is the origin story of Jalisco is that uh she goes out to look for her mom her mom gets stolen at the very top and Jalisco lives on us um in a pueblo like right outside of town the Guadalajara which is the capital of Jalisco and she like it starts off very much like Belle and Beauty and the Beast where mm-hmm. she comes into town she's not singing but she comes into town and says hello to everybody and everybody snubs her because mm-hmm. she's of a lower class Oh, and, I see. and that is a very it's a very classism thing but that yeah. exists as well in um in mexico absolutely and so she feels down on the day and the mom comes home from dancing because she dances in the park trying to get you know just money to survive and so she's like let's go dance in the park and so she takes her to the park and like there's a town tradition that uh the singers and the musicians walk around walk around with um, flowers and they give them to like the prettiest girls it's kind of just a okay. cute little tradition thing and so i put that in because my dad told me that because my dad has a much better memory, I think, than my mom. And mm. so um, so I, that's why I put infused. And so when the musician comes to give uh, Jalisco a flower, she turns away. And like she's like, and one for my mom. She turns back and the mom's disappeared. And yeah. so she asks the musician. She goes to the cops. She goes to anybody. She goes to the bar looking for help. She goes home. The mom's not there. She goes to anybody. And they all snub her. And she's like, okay, I'm going to go find my mom by myself. Right? Like, that's her. That's the only person she has in her life. That's all she knows. Absolutely. Um, and then that's when she gets picked up by the Adelitas, which are the soldiers in the Revolutionary War. Uh, sorry, the Mexican Revolution. And that's the same thing. They train her. Same thing. And mm-hmm. then it starts. Like, that's the second world, the second act type deal. What a great hook to just yeah. have somebody disappeared on you. That's a yeah. really that's a really great blank canvas to write a good mystery on. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, here's an interesting question. This okay. is something that we've been doing <laughs> for some time. Oh, does he say that a lot? Okay. <laughs> well, okay. No, if I, it, it's, if, just, it's just... If I may go on, Tyler. Yeah, sorry. We usually have always asked the reverse of this question, but now from a suggestion of an earlier uh, writer and artist, we got the idea of how, you know, everybody wants to know, you know, what are some good reviews we've always had in the past? But what we want to ask is what is the worst review we've ever gotten? And the reason why we ask this is like sometimes, you know, it's not so much a negative thing. Sometimes there's a lot to be learned even from 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 negative reviews, whether it's helped build your your acumen, whether it's built your writing process or helped just helped you, you know, yeah. look in general inward or anything like that. It doesn't always have to be negative. So I learned a lot what, from my mom's review. She told me to stop talking so much. So thanks, mom. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Your mom might know. I don't need to call out mom. <laughs> uh, I've only got a one review thus far, and that was from Fanbase Press, and it was really amazing. <laughs> and so I'm really, really happy and excited about it. Uh, it was really much nice. love to Barbara. Absolutely. Yes. And the writer, too. There was someone else that reviewed it. Um, but she said it did not go in depth as much in regards to the femicide, but that's okay because it highlights the world and it's good for younger audiences. Mm-hmm. And that is great because that is my audience is pretty much anyone that wants to read it, but it is, like I said, it's a young adult, it's teen. Yeah. Right. And then above. Absolutely. So I don't mind that. I wouldn't, I'm just, I wouldn't necessarily call it negative, but that was the one like, oh, but it can have this. Okay, great. I Exactly. 
I mean, it had. I'm absolutely fine with I mean, that. If anything, that was probably just the slightest bit of constructive criticism right there. And yeah. wasn't much of a criticism. And if anything, it just helped you realize, you know, what audience you're talking about. Or here. just how somebody else can kind of perceive your book. Like, oh, that's something interesting. Exactly. It's something, yeah. That's so cool. It is. That's, that's awesome. really great. So, so far, so good. That's good. That's great. You're, 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 you're a one out of one. That's good. <laughs> that's <laughs> all I need. I'm going to stop with the reviews now. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's allowed to say anything. <laughs> um, all righty. I think that's what George Lucas did after the uh, Star Wars holidays. <laughs> okay, we're safe. But, we're safe now. We've had such a good time and good conversation. Um, but the last question I would love to ask you is when, when people read this comic, when people encounter Jalisco for the first time, what do you want them to take away when that story is completed? There's so much to Jalisco in regards. It's very grounded and it is my culture. It is our history as well. And so those that understand that and know that, great. It's great nostalgia, and especially in the colors and the vibrancy. Uh, but I want them to know that it's women supporting women. That's what my artists kept telling me. They're like, it's a great story of women supporting women. And I was like, this is amazing. And then another one was like, it's a matriarchy. It's the strength of the matriarchy. And I was like, this is even better. And so like, <laughs> I write, but I didn't necessarily write it for those reasons. Uh, and now that's saying that it's said from an outside point of view, you know, I really appreciate that that's what people are taking away. I just want people to know that they can do it. Honestly, like, do, you know, if you want to go create a superhero, please do. It doesn't need to be, I don't need to be the only Latino superhero. I don't need to be the only anything, female superhero, or just anything. Just please go out and do it. Uh, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Just obviously research. Obviously do your work and follow through. I don't know um, how other people work. I just know that's the way my mom made me in that yeah. regard. And so I know I will always do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they just, if we can leave with hope and with women supporting women, you know, like intersectional feminism that exists for a reason, unfortunately, like we need to have that word yeah. um, and we need allies. Absolutely. And like, I've gotten so much support from females, males, like everyone. So I'm very, very appreciative of all of the, the support I've received um, and the great kind words. People write me stuff that they don't need to, they don't need to write me anything, but they do. Um, so I'm very, very fortunate and grateful for that. I love the sentiment that Jalisco kind of took on an additional meaning for people when they encountered her. I think that speaks to the power of story and how something that's yeah. meaningful to us can also be meaningful to someone else. And together you can create, you know, even more, um, impact absolutely uh, yeah more change audience. and like even if you can open up someone's mind particularly the young people's minds the young yes. kids minds you know be like i can do that like some a lady um she teaches a flocotico class and she's just like so instead of saying first position or like when they bring their arms out like just before the music starts she said superhero stance and she says they light up and i was like that is amazing i would never have thought of that right like that's not me but like that is cool that like because of jalisco she's just like to be in your superhero stance which is that pose where her arms are out holding the dress oh yeah. that's so awesome that's great i have one last question sure um, i, I want to ask so you have a, you're working on a second book yes. what is kind of your whole let's say just future um like idea of what you want to be where you want to be in comics like where do you want to be let's say five years comics five years i would have all five of my superhero comics done so i have five latino superheroes and then at the end they come together so um it's called Dala brava that's awesome so same thing standalone 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 and then it's you know all together justice league or all together you know avengers whomever i was gonna say that sounds more avengers at this point but yeah <laughs> uh yeah wow, what's the as long as i'm not like fantastic four i'm okay oh and so <laughs> i know my superheroes i don't read but i know superheroes yeah and so <laughs> i just like i just appreciate 
all the Fantastic Four jabs. I'm just not gonna lie. <laughs> I'll take it as I get them, you know. <laughs> uh, so all four of my, or excuse me, four or five of my superhero comics are done. The um, the one where they're all together, so the Alabrava universe. So um, as a group, that is done as well. And then hopefully either in animation or uh, features of the standalones um, or of the the final one put together. It's and then so any awesome. sequels if it's happened to. This is amazing. I want to That's read great. every single book. This thank is, you. I'm so excited to read. Ooh, speaking of, where can we find your stuff? Oh, thank you. So, uh, JaliscoSuperhero.com or JaliscoComic.com. It's the same link. So, it's J-A-L-I-S-C-O-C-O-M-I-C.com. Perfect. And uh, you'll also be at LA Comic-Con. Yes, I'll be at LA Comic-Con. I'm on a panel. Uh, it's called Latina Geekdom. And then I'm also there the full weekend. And I will have coloring books available, which is my new thing. It's eight and a half by 11. So it's bigger just yeah. for coloring purposes. And then also the graphic novel, which is six by nine, the standard. Or any my other, standard. <laughs> any other conventions that you are also uh, looking into in the future? Currently, no. I got invited with a table um, under Comic Bug, which is really nice because awesome. I wasn't going to do tables because I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they are good people. Oh my, I love this. Comic Bug we is love, great. Yeah. yeah, Mike is amazing. Uh, he's very supportive as well, and so that is why I'm doing a table there. Uh, panels are fine. I do not plan. I'm always a goer for San Diego Comic Con. That's the only one I actually do go to. I went to Long Beach Comic Con because I was on a panel of that one as well. Oh, perfect. Um, but I hopefully will not be tabling oh cool <laughs> You're like, okay. that's totally fine um we're gonna yeah. start tabling that's gonna be fun okay. convincing people to do that well, <laughs> anyways thank you so much for being here thank it, you. it's honestly been a treat and uh you drove all the way down from la thank you so much that's amazing i just want to give you shout outs because of how awesome you are in epic and um yeah anybody else have any other questions before yeah all right Thank you. See, this is why I'm so happy we got to talk to you before we read it because now I, I'm like, I get to picture like really just how you feel like the love for your mom is yeah. like also like just not only just a really empowering character, but now mm -hmm. somebody that is just so deep like that and just seeing this more, this whole other layer of love All with right. this character. So I'm, I'm really excited, on, like just legitimately. So yeah, thank you for being here. And again, you can go to JaliscoComic.com or Jalisco Super Comic. Super superhero superhero.com <laughs> man so close so close and uh thanks for listening in you can check out all of our shows and offerings on itunes on all the stuff uh, it's not on itunes anymore it's apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify and stitcher or you, or you can go to our website it's so much better and turn off your ad blocker to thegrangegathering.com <laughs> <laughs> what please i know i need kindly. that fraction of a cent okay <laughs> and um you can also find us on facebook instagram twitter all the other things as well and once again jaliscocomic.com jaliscosuperhero.com la comic-con and other stuff as well and you are amazing kate and thank, thank you, you so much thank you so much and thank you guys for being here as well thank you maddie for being there nodding and, and smiling so proud <laughs> like a mother so oh, proud she of her. just came in i just noticed so pr yeah. so proud of her so proud of her of her adult son, of her, her 37 year old son who's finally walking out of his room and being like i'm gonna go out and do something with my life sorry i got too real in here anyway okay. so um and uh-huh Oh, yes. Please rate, review, subscribe to all the stuff. Um, please get that one star review of my mom off of there and let's, let's raise it up. Okay. <laughs> let's raise it up. We're going to be on Patreon raising, raising the bar. Just kidding. I'm going to stop talking now and come and join the gathering. Have a great week and GGG.